What's cooking, chicken, manuk, and Trisha right here? Uh, yeah, first off, thank you to those who spared a fraction of their time to listen to my pilot episode for this podcast. Thank you as well to everyone who gave me feedback and potential discussion topics in the future. Uh, well, yeah, let me just confess <laughs> that that pilot episode was actually purely spontaneous. Like, I only had my outline as to what I should discuss about, but not like a whole script. Which explains the reason why it kind of sound awkward. <laughs> but uh, still, uh, I really appreciated it, guys. I really appreciated, you know, people taking the time to drop me a message and tell me about, you know, what they think about the podcast. And yeah, thank you, really. And Don't worry, I promise to work my hardest to provide quality and substantial content for you guys in the future. For this episode, you see, if there is one thing that you need to know about me, is that I am a huge K-pop fan for like the longest time already and I think that's pretty much enough for me to say that I have seen how the K-pop scene has changed from you know the music style that each group or idol go to uh, or you know the the groups that has debuted over the years and even the fandom culture in general so And throughout those years, I think I've been to like how many fandoms already? I was once a Fornia, which is a four minutes fandom. I was once a Lego, actually. Uh, Legos are uh, EXID's fans. And right now, I am a Mumu and a Hidden Card right now. So uh, for this episode, though, we would be focusing more on the Mumu fandom. It's another day in the radish field. Uh, recently, Twitter has... My fan Twitter account has blown up. It's because there's this certain issue that's been bothering Mumu's right now. And right now, we just try to reflect on the whole thing that's going on and what does it entail for not just a fandom but you know how does it reflect the entire k-pop fandom culture in general so right now we'll get into this long discussion right here in the navy Let's wait for the other two first. Okay. Are you facing a fan, Anne? Huh? Are you facing a fan? I'm fanning myself. Oh, oh that's why. Okay. Yep. We all good? I'm good. Yeah. I'm um, good. <laughs> I'll be starting now. Wait. Three. <laughs> and you you okay? Yep. Okay. Three, two, one. So for today's episode, I am joined by my fellow Moomoo's right here. We got Anne. 
Hi. Victoria. Hello. And Poppy Radish right here with me in this episode. Welcome, welcome. Hello. Welcome. Hello. What's this number mean? <laughs> anyway, so that this won't be a biased episode, but since this is an issue that's currently disturbing the fine radish field, so we'll get to talk more uh, about this in Amumu's perspective and then try to venture this whole discussion out to the K-pop fandom culture in general. So, yeah, to start off this discussion, let's start about the whole issue. Like, uh, how did this start? When did this start? What What's happening? Who wants to go first? <laughs> yeah, any, anyone can go first. Maybe, Trisha, you can give the background first? Or... So, hmm, actually, honestly, I've only seen, like, this whole thing erupt today because I, I've only seen, like, you know, screenshots of, like, the titles being changed into, like, really demeaning ones. Mm-hmm. Well, any, okay, any... so okay. I was just gonna say, like, who was there from the start? Because I was there from the start. I just want to know who else was there. I just saw it yesterday, actually. I Did saw you the see, first like... few screenshots. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it started like, um, well, for me, it was morning, like yesterday morning. It was like the first screenshot was about um, what was it about? Something to do with was it was it the Luna title first or? I think it was, I think it was Luna. Yeah, Luna and it was Luna and Stream NCT, like mm-hmm. together. At, like they did, they targeted um Go Go Baby and uh Star wait. I think it was Gogo Baby and Starry Night. Starry Night. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I I heard that this also happened with the other G Idol and CLC, right? And from the yeah. Yeah. Did it happen at the same time as well? Like video titles change first and then followed by G Idol and CLC. Yeah, I don't think it happened to Promise Nine. Like I think Promise Nine was used, so it was like, "Don't um stream G Idol, stream Promise Nine or something in the title." Oh, okay. Yeah. But they just dragged the the group, so I know they can blame the fans for it. Yeah, and I think we like it like got put on Twitter, and then we all like just exploded about it. Yeah just went out and blamed other fans and each other for like what happened mm-hmm. yeah I, I can't lie I was part of that <laughs> yeah I, there was yeah, also- I'm not gonna lie I mean, you blame other fandoms for what happened as well I think because I think the main thing was that there wasn't any sympathy like if someone had just edited the title and like like other fandoms and people from the fandom that was used came and said oh we don't condone this this is bad but you had like people from the fandoms like 
like laughing about it. Mm-hmm. Actually agreeing so, like, to it. Huh? Also actually, actually agreeing to it. They tolerated yeah. what happened. Oh, that's yeah. Cool. yeah. I saw so many people like commenting in the, the YouTube channel that uh that that's that's a good job for the lunar stands and praising all the orbits and things like that. That's really mad. That's yeah, true. That was... Yeah, I think we're mainly mad about that because other other groups are targeted as well. Like it wasn't just Mamma Mu that was singled out, but mm-hmm. the fact that they were laughing about it and like there wasn't a lot of support, like it wasn't just on YouTube because, like, the fans were saying, oh, you don't know if those people actually stand Luna or whether it could mm-hmm. just be trolls. But exactly. people went people went on Twitter with Luna um, accounts and, like, profile pictures saying they support it. So, like, it wasn't, like, trolls. Like, you have, like, big accounts saying they support it. So, mm-hmm. yeah. accounts. Oh. Wow. I think what makes it worse is that even though they claim it's not from their fandom and it's just someone trying to stir up a mess, they don't yeah. like say it's the wrong thing that that their fandom shouldn't be doing it. They just silence and it, I think it just Ye- fuels it even more. So it, they didn't really address or recognize the actual problem. They just said that no, it's not uh, the fans that are doing that. It's I know they're just trolls or something. Yeah, that, that's I think what it was most yeah. You say what you want to say? There's, it's actually quite funny as well that, you know, uh, I was seeing some of these fans, like, uh, which video was that though? Where in, in the description box, that person, whoever whoever changed those titles were was like apologizing? Uh, what was that? Oh, like, yeah. It was just G-Idol, G-Idol video. Think, yeah, it was like, apologizing oh i'm not a lunar fan i didn't mean to blah 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 and then they're using it as like concrete evidence that it definitely wasn't a lunar fan like which that's not evidence enough yeah exactly it's not like a concrete evidence so that it's not a lunar fan who did it i mean and i actually saw other other stands saying that well, probably if this is like someone is just strolling around, we know that there would be one fandom again that would be targeted because of this, and then the whole the whole thing started again, like bringing bringing in other fandoms, like saying that nope, it's not totally us. Why would we? Why would we mm-hmm. let on each other? <laughs> it just got pretty messy. And I saw someone say we did it to ourselves. Like, why would we do that? <laughs> I think it's because um a lot of Mumus requested for RBW to open the title and description. But it's what we want is just for them to open the community sub, so a lot of translators can actually translate their content since they refuse to hire a translator. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think it was because of that that then the blame shifted to RBW. Yeah. Which is kind of sad though because like <laughs> why does this happen every time? Like when when some when some fan fandom war quote unquote happens like 
we we start off with us fighting well fighting is not like the right term but you know trying to express our opinions against other fandoms and then suddenly there's another person right here who's trying to stare the fandom issue back in, internally and then we start fighting <laughs> it all boils down to us <laughs> Also amazes amazes me because like from a, the perspective of a victim, we shouldn't be blaming. I mean, us ourselves. I just don't understand how. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, yeah. We yeah. Be attacking. I mean, not attacking. We should be arguing against those who did it in the first time and, and maybe addressing how that can that happen instead of saying uh, what mm. caused this, what who is to blame, and things like that. Exactly. <laughs> Should we talk about? Oh, yeah. What was that? You can say what you want to say, then I'll say mine. Oh, okay. Um, actually, it has gotten to the point, right? Wherein at first it was, well, it was not kind of offensive. It was just plainly that one, right? Stan Luna or Stream, Superhuman by NCT One Two Seven. That was the first title set. Uh, we saw right, but then later on it got really demeaning to the point that it's um, yeah, calling our artists and calling then as racist and uh, the well trigger warning. I'm sorry about this, but the suicide title that was yeah. Also that was... the car accident thing on the description box. Yeah. Horrible. Uh, I I just think that it wasn't like one person because I was reading like I was following like the news and because uh, the way like the community thing works like you have to get approval to change it for like from more than one person. From so someone thought, something. Yeah. So like someone was like thinking maybe it was like a group of people like they thought it was like funny or whatever to target Mamamoo and like other girl groups like a group of people I don't think it was one person but do these changes actually appear on the description box yep they got screenshots on the death threats thing or on the wishing upon death on Mamamoo the car I mean like whoever changed the titles the community yeah. subs, like it could be viewed, right? Yeah, we all we all saw it, right? Yeah, yep. I think. But who changed it? I think it only probably uh, Mama. I mean, the the staff can check it out from their YouTube creativity, uh, the YouTube studio thing. All right, right. Exactly. But we can't see who changed it and the history of the changes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like this whole, uh, you know, hate, hate tactics that these people do. Like this is really prevalent in the K-pop fandom culture right now, and it's really bothering right now. Like, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. Uh, how how long have you been in K-pop? Like, you know, how long have you been into K-pop? Uh, should I go first? Yeah, sure. Yeah, I don't really know how long. It's like it's it's been like a blur for me. Like I think I was in 
do you know that the time Gangnam Style came out? Oh yeah. Is that in 2012 or something? Oh. Or okay. Yeah, I knew about it. I knew about it then, but I didn't become like into it till like 2018. You see. Like from you know from that period, how how do you think the whole K-pop fandom culture has changed from you know during those years up until now? Mm, Was it more? Yeah, go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say like I wasn't very active in it, so I wouldn't know. But I've heard like stories, you know, those old stories about like um like SNSD, the Black Ocean thing, and then like like putting glue in like um what's his name, like that guy from TVXQ, like they tried to poison him and everything. Mm-hmm. Like we've we've all had crazy stories. Like I feel like this has been going on like from time but now it's like it's different now like the tactics are like different especially since we are more into our phones uh we are yeah. more well right now and so the hate like it transferred into like a, a more digital means and right now we are uh what we usually do right now is just on uh, these idols instead Instead of like you know, being that uh, physical when it comes to the threats, yeah, that's that's what I mean by like the tactics of like how they do their trolling or whatever. It's different. Like it's more social media based, I think. Which actually brings us to the point, like. You know, it's much easier right now for K-pop stands to just like uh, throw hate towards uh, idol groups already because you're just right behind their phones or keyboards, and then you can just type away whatever it is that we feel like saying. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. What do you guys think? Uh. I also definitely agree because I think I, I came into K-pop specifically Mawangu, I think it was in 2015, 2016. And at that time, there wasn't any hate at all towards Mawangu. It was actually very peaceful. And then, of course, there was the incident in 2017, you know, the, the blackface incident, which... And the concert. And the, yeah, the concert. And... I think also uh, we should also mention how all the groups targeted are those who are quote unquote problematic, and I think it's also important we to discuss why fan Twitter constantly attacks these groups. Mm-mm. But yeah, maybe uh, someone wants to talk about it more. I think it's also because of the fact that you know, as you've mentioned, like. Uh, problematic groups, uh, quote unquote, actually came from like smaller companies, and so I think that's why. Oh people... no! 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 <laughs> I no. <laughs> no. I think what you maybe what you meant is that 
the 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 people targeted are the smaller companies ones yeah not the problematic ones because i know big groups who are very problematic but we don't hear anything about it you know probably easier for like their stance yeah cover cover it up yeah it kind of ties into like um the way um rbw handled it because um like big groups can do something problematic and you know they can reach out to the company and if you have a company like sm or yg or whatever um like they could easily bury that thing so quickly but rbw i'm sorry they can't do nothing at all like, <laughs> no. that's, that's actually something is really incompetent <laughs> when it comes to protecting their art <laughs> But they do the right thing, like especially like for um what was what was that video? They had the um they were wearing the things on their forehead that they were singing about um Buddha. It was like the earners, oh, is that what they call it? Yeah. 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 It wasn't it wasn't anything problematic, was it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They were perfectly in their right to wear that, especially if they were raised Buddhist. But RBW actually listened to the fans and they took it down even though they had no obligation to. They, RBW actually handles things properly, but because they're a small company, there's, not, there's no one to shield them. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, the bigger groups, the bigger stands, they focus on, you know, targeting the smaller groups more because no one is going to protect them. That's what I think. Yeah, and considering the fact that these... You know, idols or like the these big companies has ties on news outlets, so it's much mm-hmm. easier for them to just release media playing articles and then cover up whatever issue that their idols have. Like uh, YG, they have that their own press, I think. And uh, if I remember correctly, there was this. They tried to interview uh, BTS or something, and they they tried to like. Uh, orchestrate the interview to to make them uh, look bad, and it's something so easy that you can do as a big company. And unfortunately, RBW doesn't have that. True, true. Which is why when we try to explain to like people come in, you know, constantly attacking them, when we say, "Oh, they apologize," it's not to say, "Oh, you have to forgive them. You have to stand them now." They need to know that. To even get an apology in K-pop is so hard. Like it's impossible. It's when rare. you say that, it's n- it's not to mean oh you have to forgive them. It means you know they actually recognize what they did and they actually responded. They're a company that actually responds and they're a group that actually cares about you know their fans. We're not trying to say you have to forgive them. Like I don't know where people get that. Because in the first place, that's. That's actually not what we wanted, right? What we actually wanted was that, you know, to let people know that they have actually recognized the problem, they've apologized for it. And we, were, we weren't we were actually forcing any, anyone to accept their apology. What we wanted was you know, for them to realize that Mamamoo and RBW knows their mistakes and they've acknowledged uh their mistakes as well and they've already done corrective measures to prevent other other problems uh 
like that from coming back up. Mm-hmm. Right. And I also think that mm-hmm. people forget how sincere actually the, the apology was. When, when I read it, it really sounded like that they, they knew it was wrong, they knew why it was wrong, and then they were going to take efforts to not do that again. And I think that that was actually pretty amazing compared to any other apology in K-pop that was any. Because I think there may have been some apologies, like maybe just, uh, I'm sorry, I, uh, what I did was wrong. But they didn't actually address why it was wrong. And yeah. Mm-mm. And what's amazing is that RBW issued the apology late, the letter after the concert itself, after it happened immediately. So it's just really amazing to see them uh, actually recognize their mistakes and apologize for it immediately. When other people take what uh, weeks or like days after the incident happened. Right. And can we like talk about how, you know, other groups who have done similar things and never apologized have not been targeted in the same way that Mamamoo just like recently were. Like I've not seen anyone go on, I don't even want to mention names, but like, a certain group's video saying, oh, don't stand this racist. Like, no one has done that. Like, what is the actual reason? Like, we need to get to the root of it. Because I, if if you look into, like, the history of blackface in K-pop, there has been so many, many idols. Like, why is no one, like, trying to, you know, call everyone out? If you really care about the issue and you're not just trying to target one person or start a fan, fan war... Why can't you, you know, call every single person out and ask for an apology? Like, why is it different for some groups? Like, there must exactly. be an actual reason. Well, other people are also saying, like, you know, whenever we, that kind of rationality comes up, like, Mamamoo has already apologized, but, you know, you know, your group hasn't, or, like, we haven't seen, like, an apology from your group and then they they retort back saying like no they actually apologize here's a thing la 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 da 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 here they actually like post screenshots of it and then what how come the energy the the hatred isn't like you know different uh, it's different it's not the same like they still continually uh, bash mama for it but why not for the other groups when in fact mamamoo's apology was like clear it was more concise and they've They've already been uh, aware of their mistakes already. And actually, it pretty much shows as well with uh, their actions, like how cautious they are in uh, putting out material that they have uh, for the public. I think personally, it it's mostly comes down to because we, we are a smaller fandom and we have a small company. And so... I think because it's big, it's the people that don't apologize. They're big companies. They have a big fandom, so there's so many people defending them, and so it just like goes down by itself because there's less people attacking them for it than there are people defending. But for Mama, because we just we were so small. I mean, smaller in 2017, so we we just were at the receiving end of all this hate, and we didn't have and a lot of people to defend and then because of that we were seen as an easy target I think 
Right. And can we just talk about how like things have changed? Like I wasn't there in 2017. I don't know like who was there in 2017, but like if we want to compare from 2017 till now, like what, like how has it changed? Like our response and like the whole community's response. Well, when, when the whole thing actually erupted, uh, back then it was during concert days, uh, and the whole apology was issued uh, prior to the concert during the second day, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like everyone, since the whole issue was still, it's pretty fresh for some people who, of course, they had whole rationale is out like this is why Mamamoo was wrong and then like this like that and of course Mumu's defended them but the thing is even after the whole apology even after the whole the whole incident has already passed and yeah um RBW has already done done the corrections needed like cutting out that part of and the girls actually apologizing live, not just uh, with that apology letter, but also live to uh, the concert goers. And, you know, there were actually recordings. It's, it has probably gotten worse because right now it has gotten to the point that it's, it's being ridiculous already. To the point that that threats were already sent out. Like, it's easy for these uh, haters to just dirt out the threats rather than during the first few uh first few days first few months after that incident happened it was just more like you know i i can't forgive mamamoo because they did blackface and all these kinds of things and that was just like that was just like in the whole context of the blackface thing and right now it's just it's just prejudice yeah yeah i think they they're just riding the bandwagon hate you know, to stay relevant and for the cloud, of course. The cloud. I think it's really hard to tell who's, like, genuine with, like, with what they feel. Like, when you argue with some people, you don't know who's just, you know, who doesn't know the um, context, not the context, but, like, the whole situation like you don't know who knows the whole situation and who's just you know jumping you know based on like information hearsay like not the proper you know explanation of what happened like you don't know who's actually genuine with like why because some people are like especially if like we have to be careful like if we're speaking to like black people because they're the one that they're the ones that are affected like when we're speaking to them like we have to make sure not to be dismissive and just say, oh, they're just, you know, trying to get on the bandwagon or whatever. Some people are actually, you know, can never forgive them. Like some people, it's like done for the, done for like mama is done for them. But some people, they just, they don't even know. Like they'll be quoting, oh, you know, they dressed up as a beggar, therefore it's blackface or no, it's not blackface anymore. It's actually colorism because they think, you know, putting dark foundation means, black skin yeah, yeah. is you know yeah, yeah. the same as black like they don't even know the situation like you can't differentiate anymore because you know it's all getting jumbled up like i i don't know <laughs> i 
I honestly feel like the most vocal people are those that don't know the situation and are just doing it for clout. Because I did see like a lot of people, that, some people that were genuinely uh, really hurt by the event, and that is totally okay because uh, I, I respect how that can affect you and I respect how, how horrible it, it, the consequences can be. But most people who just keep repeating the same thing, I think those yeah. are the ones that uh, are only, yep. only for clout. I actually know I mean, someone who stopped like supporting Mama Mu because of the incident, and I totally understood her side because she got badly hurt by what happened. So that I can understand, but some people just really they're just hating on Mama Mu based, uh, based on whatever they just they're just doing it for the cloud. I think that I can really understand because they refuse to be educated about what happened or. What's the whole incident? Yeah, and if you're like, oh, they apologized once, but then they did it like 10 times after. Like, what are you saying? Like, stop exaggerating the figures. Like, it never happened. And when when we confront you, don't change it. Oh, I didn't mean blackface. I mean, they're actually being colorist. Like, what are you, like, oh, I'm so, no. So confusing. Right, because they don't actually know, like, like Twitter right now is so like someone could just you know especially whoever put that um solo was doing blackface again because she dressed up as a beggar a, a one thousand right. plus one thousand plus retweets and likes like everyone just jumped in it like no one actually bothered to like actually know like the actual definition of it like I went back to the post and I saw the comments and like some people were saying oh but this is a beggar I can't I can't be blackface but like it was like a few people like the bulk of like the comments was just going in on her and that was back in 2017 like it's still happening now like no one is actually like everyone just wants to be like an SJW or whatever like social justice warrior like Mm -hmm. They don't even know like why this is a problem. Like you can't tell me the breakdown. You can't tell me what century this happened. What is slavery? What is racism? You can't tell me. Like no, you don't know anything. I also think what's even more hypocritical, in addition to that, is that they only talk about these issues when it's K-pop and when oh it's my attacking God, Yes, people. but when it happens like in Hollywood. Or in real life, they just stay silent and do anything. That's I, I that's selective wokeness. I think. Yes, exactly. And actually, that's that's also uh, that's also the reason why I tweeted um, this morning, like about what if all these all these people uh, turn their pent up hatred into you know advocating about the the real social issues and just expressing uh, how they feel about the current situation probably in their countries, I think it's much more beneficial than, you know, just wasting your time here on Twitter feeling about hatred. You mean like they don't actually do anything in real life? Like, it's yeah, just yeah, exactly. Mm. I think, like, I feel like if you're genuine about it, like, if you genuinely want to educate people like you can definitely talk about it on twitter because social media is like is a big part of the 21st century like it's a good thing to talk about but 
if you're not adding anything, you know, if you're not adding anything important to it, you just want to like just spread hate, then you're definitely wasting your time. True. Exactly. Because what we are seeing right now is that some people are just actively hating on other people, not just passing off the blame. And instead of actually educating people about the real issue right here, like why, why is this why is this considered racism or things of, you know, the, the same ground? Mm. <laughs> I think because um, it's, n- I don't want to generalize everyone, but I think a majority of people, because you know how K-pop is all like fan wars, like which fandom is better and, you know, it, people use that as a medium to like, like, do fan wars like it's not that they actually care like some people do not care it's just something to say oh well my group has never done anything so they're they're therefore better than your group like it's just a way another means to be better than another person and like create competition because the whole of k-pop is just one big competition and that's just another way like we've never done anything blah 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 who can support support um, LGBTQ better than the other person or whatever, who's done more for women than the other person. Like, it's just one big competition. Like, most people really don't care. Because, like, how... Like, sometimes when you get, like, hypocrites saying, oh, well, Mamamoo has done this, and you say, yeah, we know they've done this and they issued this apology, but I can see from your profile that you support this person and they've also done that let's see your apology they turn around and say oh why are you bringing them into this like it's not about them blah 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 stop pulling the butt this person card or whatever but ugh. then they don't they want to hide their, their dirty laundry but they want to you know expose everyone else's but their own exactly <sighs> so wow <laughs> Actually, about competitivity, just today I actually read that uh, someone from the University of uh, San Francisco, they actually wrote about, uh, they wrote a master thesis Mm -hmm. about competitivity in the K-pop fandom. And yeah, the conclusion was basically just that because there's a lot of factors like YouTube uh, views and uh, likes and things like that, we... It fuels the competitivity in the K-pop fandom, and we we just keep on fighting each other because we wanted to become the best. Yeah. Without actually even caring about like creativity or uh, any other positive factor, we just want to be the best without looking at everything else. I don't know how you can like be the best by saying, "Oh, we've never been problematic." So what if someone has done something? The fact that they actually, you know, gave an apology and recognized that they did something, they have done something wrong and they want to get educated. Doesn't that make them, you know, even more, I think that makes them, you know, even more worthy that they've actually recognized. I don't care if your history is like as clean as white or whatever, but if, you know, if someone has done something and they actually recognized, you know, and gave a sincere apology and has done 
a lot to prove, you know, that they're really sorry, then they're perfectly fine and they're worthy of, you know, forgiveness or whatever. The competition is crazy. Like, we should stop competing for, like, basic stuff. Like, (laughs) sure, we can compete about views and stuff for, like, you know, basic morality, like, you know, giving to charity, like, which group gave more? Like, why is that even competition? It's basic morality. Like, it shouldn't be a competition. A lot of people don't care about the issues that they're trying to fight for. And a lot of people are hypocrites. Like, when you fight with, when you argue with them, they, they expose themselves. Like, they will call, oh, Mamamoo, a racial slur to argue that they're racist like what you're just proving that you're even more ignorant than those people Mm -hmm. you're trying to like belittle or whatever which well of course considering you know we are already in this discussion about uh k-pop fandoms trying to compete with each other like who has did this better or who has this this uh who has done a lot of charity works better what's your stand on the whole statement saying k-pop ain't that deep like you know why why are we even taking these things seriously when in fact it's just just K-pop and it's supposedly, you know, for some others would say that it's just supposedly uh, a hobby or like our interest. And but then other other people would be saying like, you know, this is also about, you know, uh, the lives of our idols or things like that. What's your stand on the whole statement? I I think that. It's, I don't think that it's it's just a hobby. I mean, for some people, it's not just a hobby because K-pop can actually affect some people's lives. It can like, uh, bring them to become more positive, do good things uh, mm-hmm. if they have a good uh, role model. But yeah, I think some people look at K-pop way too deeply. They, I don't know, it, maybe it depends also on their environment. If if they if they need this K-pop as an outlet, it could affect them much more. But I f- I feel that there should be a balance. You can't go too deep, but it, it you can focus on the positive, but don't go too deep, so that all the negative would like ruin your day to day life. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, where's Where's Anne? And and I think got disconnected though. <laughs> so sad. Wait up. Can you can you add her back or not? Hmm. Let me or see. You, if I... Will will the recording stop? I think the recording. Yeah, the recording will stop. Actually. Oh okay. <laughs> We're gonna have to continue about her. Oh wait, Anne actually told us that we can continue. <laughs> oh okay so yeah uh, going yeah. back um uh yeah i agree that k-pop is not that deep and mm-hmm. people are taking it way too deeply but i think um i feel like a lot of external factors 
well kind of internal like like big corporations that are involved in k-pop has fueled fueled the deepness of it because they create that competition so like youtube views or who can do this more it's fueled that like people get their validation from it like they feel like a sense of superiority is that how you say it yeah like they feel a sense of that when their group like because you're part of because the thing in k-pop is like idols make it clear that you're a family like when they say that oh we just we're for our fans we're back we actually apologize for that sudden technical difficulty we don't know what happened really <laughs> so right here we're back with soppy radish uh victoria and now we are joined by yfi right here <laughs> hi okay so wait wait up where are we again the the k-pop ain't that deep discussion yes yeah <laughs> Wait, who was that again? The the last speaker. <laughs> she just asked um, Wi-Fi what she think. Oh, he? I don't know. What? What? He or she? Uh, can we just ask Wi-Fi what you think about um, uh, like yesterday? Like, just give uh, us yeah, what yeah. you thought about uh-huh. yesterday's what happened yesterday. You mean the title and everything? Yeah. yeah. Yes. I don't know. It's just like. <laughs> I think I think like like of course um well one thing one thing RBW can do is of course to control on their side but at the same time I think it's because they have no idea how this works you know what I mean yeah, exactly. yeah but, because yeah, I yeah, I see explanations right from I think that was Lily mm-hmm. who was saying that RBW it's uh, on RBW side, you know the whole control thing, blocking the uh, the option to edit the titles and mm. open the community subs instead of opening the title editor as mm, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I guess like because maybe maybe for them like it doesn't make sense if I just describe like like how say like the description and title if I don't translate because. Sometimes this mm-hmm. the description, the title might have something that people want to know, but sometimes it might not. It depends on the video content as well, I guess. So there are things that be, may need to be translated, but then there are things that may not have to be translated. You get what I mean? So probably that was why they opened to like everything where they let everyone like you know just translate everything. Okay, the description, the title, the whole video, everything. Mm. And. Uh, the sad part though is that RBW hasn't responded to any emails yet, right? Yeah, but I guess for now the only excuse or the only reason we can say is oh, okay, because it's weekends they don't work. That's what that's their excuse. I mean, but if let's say they don't do anything tomorrow, then there's nothing you have to think. Like, is there anything that I can do about it? Mm, exactly. I think they should Which- press some charges. They mm. should see some people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because... I'm just, I just want to see some people, to be honest. Yeah, but I think because on them, on their side, I feel that uh, they can see who are the ones that are editing, 
who are the ones that mm. yeah. So I'm sure they can do something about it. But the thing, I guess, is like, I mean, okay, other than YouTube, right? There's B Live, correct? Mm-mm. So, mm-hmm. I mean, in my opinion, is like, okay, yes, YouTube does help in, um, helping to you know make Mamamoo more famous like internationally. Cause YouTube is a is a platform where a lot more people uses. V Live is not a mm-hmm. platform where a lot of um, international people will explore. Unless you are K-pop fans, you will know about V Live. If let's say I'm non-K-pop fans. Do you know about V-Life? No, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, mm. yes. I mean, even, that's one thing. That's why YouTube does help. But then, like, is there, is there a need to have subs on YouTube? Because, I mean, okay, we have Mumu subs. We have V-Life. So, is there really mm. a need to open it on YouTube? You know what I mean? I, I mean, think- we have a lot of platforms already. You know what I mean? I think when people do reactions, like a lot of people complain, oh, I can't really understand anything. Mm, yeah, I think yeah, we, yeah. we definitely need subs. Like they're definitely really useful, but yeah, yeah. they it, need to do something to control. Subs, subs are, are obviously useful and helpful, but I mean, what I'm trying to mm-hmm. say here is that there are other platforms that have subs. You get what I mean? It's not only YouTube mm-hmm. that has subtitles. You can go to V Life. is open to right. everyone as well. So, and the thing is. The the videos on V Lives are always subbed as well. It's not it's not that it's always left there. And even if it's not, we have Momo subs. I'm sure that there are something that we can be like you know we can do rather than just like oh okay YouTube is the only platform. I'm sure because anyone can access to V Lives to be honest. You get what I mean? Mm-mm. Yeah. Is it but is that is it a must? Is it necessary that we have to use YouTube only? Is there no other platforms? Yeah, I mean, because YouTube is more prone to all these kind of things. So, it, it does bring good and bad. Where, like, okay, yes. The good thing is, people will know them. Like, you know, of course, there'll be wider audience. That's, good, that's a good thing. But then the bad side is also, because if, let's say, RBW, we know how they are. They don't really give a shit about all these kind of little things. <laughs> it's, it's, it's the truth. It's the truth yeah. there. So, like, if let's say if let's say we open the subs, yes, it helps. But then at the same time, it also brings up like you know, open door for people to, you know, just anyhow just okay, okay I'm gonna edit this title and edit this description and just allow people to do something with it. So you get what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think Which yeah, Okay. I the positive of uh, having YouTube subs and the community subs open still outweighs the negative because I think mm. it's actually pretty easily preventable either by putting up the subs their own even though mm. i think the probability mm. of that is low but mm. I th- as like lily sub said it's possible to mm. like, just uh, change the options so you don't change just yeah, the, yeah. the description and title mm. and then i think the probability of someone messing with the subs is less than the title and the description mm-hmm. So I think it's it, the the positive still outweighs the negative. If, yeah, yeah, of course. If of course. RBW wants to do something about it. Yeah, but then like you think let's let's think about it like what are the chances RBW will do something? So that's yeah. that's another thing. So, I mean, I'm I'm trying to say that yes, it does. Obviously, YouTube help in a lot of ways. There's a lot of good things that YouTube and open subs mm-hmm. can do. But the thing is, like, as much as this is a very small problem where we only need RBW to, like, just close the title, close the description, subs. But then, what are the chances that they'll do something about it? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It still boils yeah, down yeah. to 
if they respond to our emails yeah, yeah. or like you know i think i i do believe like other other um uh, who's has already sent out like instructions mm. wow uh, very very ironic that how fans are the ones who are teaching the company how to do things how to even do their pr mm. stuff i mean yeah the rbw has they are good and bad but then like i guess in the, in the last few months we can see like oh there are things that are improved there are things that are better but at the same time there are things that they have to work on and Honestly, mm-hmm. the things True. that they have to work on are not difficult. It's very small. To us, it's very small. But then to them, it's like, you know, it takes them a lot to do something like this for us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's, exactly. the truth. It's, it's the truth. I mean, like, you see, for for us to request open subs, it took, it took us, yes, like, a long time. It took them long. So, mm-hmm. that's, why, that's why all these kind of things, whether are we that we will do or not, at the end of the day, there's only so much we can do. We can voice out what we think everything but if there's if there's just this small thing they can't even do then what like we can't control them again at the end of the day they are the one who make the choices mm-hmm. so like what can, like maybe on our side what can we do to prevent this from happening again again like what are the possibilities yeah. and what are the things like yeah yes which actually is a very good discussion like what right now what can mumus do right now to you know prevent these things from happening again mm. or like what can we do from this point forward as to um not protect uh as protect like the right word mm-hmm. or just you know stop this uh hatred bashing from uh from other groups the the way that they are showing it right now it's it's very dreadful it's very <laughs> I don't know. I, I can't even fathom <laughs> how they are doing this. Yeah. How it's easy for them to do this. So, like, what can Mumu's do right now? Yeah. I don't, but, because, okay, from from what I see is a lot of people are saying, okay, RBW should hire a translator themselves rather than Mumu's doing the job. Like, uh-huh. like I don't know, but what, what do you think about this? Like, do you think if RBW hire a translator... And close the subs. You. Ah yay, yay, yay! Finally. <laughs> I thought you were already preparing for your comeback with FX. <laughs> Wait, what? See, she also didn't get Your name is Victoria. <laughs> oh. oh my. <laughs> Wow, I didn't oh my god. They've been gone for so long I didn't even I didn't even get what you were saying. They need to come back. Yeah, they do need to come back. And we are also back with the recording. I am actually including that one. <laughs> oh, that was such <laughs> Okay. Let's continue where we left off. Uh, so, like, yeah, as closing messages right now, this this would be like our final part. What can Mumus do right now? Like, uh, if if such problems persist, what what can we do as a fandom? Uh, what are the necessary steps that we need to do so that 
uh, we can prevent this from happening in the future or, you know, just totally stop this from happening. Yeah, yeah. So I was saying, okay, so like, okay, so, okay, so just now this morning, I posted a tweet talking about how I thought that, okay, the probably the reason why RBW took so long to open such was probably because they had a lot of preventions to take and a lot of considerations to take before they do that. Because uh-uh. I'm sure y'all know when Mumbio opens an Instagram account, for us it's a very simple thing to be honest. All you have to do is mm-hmm. just create an account and we are open. But then she said that she had to go through meetings and discussion before she opened one. True. So I was thinking, mm-hmm. okay, yeah, okay. It's true that from our point of view, Yes, RBW took a very long time to open subs. But then, from their point of view, maybe we don't know, maybe this assumption, but it could be because, it could be because that was the prevention they wanted to take. That was why they took a very long time. So what, so what I'm trying to say that now, okay, that was what I'm trying to say. And then people were saying, oh, most were requesting for open subs because RBW didn't hire a translator. RBW uh, isn't doing their job. So, mm. what's the link? So, what's the link between all these things? Who's, co- who's cooking? <laughs> Sorry, I, I just went into my kitchen. Oh, oh my god. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. Continue. <laughs> Continue. Yeah, so as in, so yeah, so people are saying that, oh, most are requesting open subs because they don't hire a translator. And because they don't hire a translator and because RBW isn't doing their job, so they are doing that. So what is the link that has to do with all this hater and also whether RBW is hiring a translator? Like, uh-uh. if let's say RBW hire a translator, does that mean that a hate for Mamamoo will stop? Well, yeah. You get what I mean? Yes. Yeah, of course Most, it Yeah, of course, it's not going to stop. So people are saying that, oh, people are saying that, um, because there's open subs now because Abidari didn't have a proper translator. But the thing is, but the thing is, yeah, is it their job to hire a translator just for them and to make sure mm-hmm. that every every videos are subbed? I'm, I'm not sure. I don't know. For me, I'm not sure if there's any group that has their own translator that subs every single video. So I think the big companies do, don't they? Yeah, yeah. I think the big companies do. Yeah, maybe the big the... company. Yeah, but then like, I mean, I'm not saying that Maramu is small. I'm not saying that they are not big or whatever. I mean, but you get. I mean, like, what, what difference will you make? You get. I mean, having subtitles, having subtitles, having translator. Yes, it builds up. It builds up um their popularity and yeah, it builds up yeah. the audience. But then. With this open subs, the lot of not a lot, but then like it brings in like things that will happen, like. Mm-mm. So, like, what can we do? I think someone said we can still keep keep the subs, but we need to lock the title and description. Mm. Yeah, like the subs are fine. It's just the title and description that needs to be locked, right? Mm. Yeah. Because we definitely need subs. Like subs are an essential. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. In this in this day and age of K-pop, like if you don't have English subs, then I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> well, <laughs> exactly. 
and other other um like um other languages as well like but most importantly english like i think the the fan subs are like very important mm. if the if the solution is just to lock the the description box and the uh, um the title whatever then mm. they just need to do that and leave the subs because yeah yeah i mean I this this for sure that will help like that's a way in stopping hate because i mean we all know that like you know they've been getting hate and people are bringing out their past but the thing is that by stopping by stopping um you know by locking the title and description yes means they cannot edit but then that doesn't mean the hate will stop you get what i mean like it's now the problem yeah yeah the problem now is of course we don't want this to make it like you know big because it's on it's on an open platform so other okay so after True. solving solving that that let's say they lock the title they lock the description then what mm-hmm. next what are we supposed yeah, what, to do what are we supposed to do to prevent hate you get what i mean we can't we can't prevent hate mm-hmm. yeah there's literally no way except if we can like individually talk to every single person mm. or, like, try to and... change every single person's like perspective we literally can't yeah. stop it as part of like being like an idol but, like mm. how do you i think i think the thing is like how do you stop like basic stuff like this yeah. happening yeah, like, yeah. changing someone's like title like why is that so why are we so vulnerable like that like mm. why is it us yeah like yeah but i think okay so let's say let's say that um let's say that we know that abidab is very useless let's put it in a way that let's say they really ignore us and they don't do anything about it then what can we do about it that's another thing because if let's say they constantly ignore us then mm-hmm. that platform is still constantly open so what are we supposed to do and how can we do about this whole thing I think ultimately it just goes down to letting this issue die down mm. because like if you look at it the the community subs has been open for like I don't know how many yeah. years and the issue only came about now mm. so maybe if we don't like even though it's hard yeah. we're free about this yeah. but if we just let it go are we saying the fun words like uh, or calling out a person and responding to uh, this kind of thing I think I'm definitely like, like I I think I'm innocent about like calling out people. Like I've done my fair share of calling out mm. like people, mm. but I always draw the lines. The line at Mumu's like I don't think I've ever like responded or like mm. called out. Mm. Or, I have called out people, but I haven't like been mean to them. Like I always draw the line at that. Mm. So I think take our own advice like we say oh yeah hello yeah yeah um yeah i was just saying that we need to take our own advice and like we need to be more like cautious we get very heated and like defensive over like little things like we need to be and i think we have like very good reason for that because like i feel like a lot of us are really traumatized by now like someone could Mm -hmm. just like have like their own opinion they could Mm -hmm. be like oh i don't really like 
Mama knows music or whatever. And like, we get really, really defensive and we forget that people can have their own opinions. Mm. Yeah. I feel like we need to calm down a bit. And yeah. I, and I think I should take my own advice as well because, yeah, I need to do that more. I think, I think it's about being more open to opinions. Like, I can say, mm. oh, I don't like a food. But it doesn't mean like, oh, I hate this food. This food is disgusting. Like, I just don't like the food because, like, I don't like it. It's not what it's not what I like. You get know what I mean? But it doesn't mean that oh, the food sucks and the food bad. You kind of thing. Like, I guess Eddie, like it really depends on how you see uh, someone is saying something. Because let's say let's say we are standing in a triangle, and then we are in different we are in different corners. What you see and what I see is a different point of view, right? So mm. it's yeah. So so sometimes it's like you can be saying A, but people interpret it as B, C, D, E, F, G, but not A. But you, of course, you also have people that see what you're trying to say, but you also have people that don't see what you're trying to say. So I guess it's really being open to having open like you no know, people having their own opinions and before before you react, before you be defensive. Like, you know, think think thoroughly and make sure, obviously, I mean, sometimes we are very angry, you are very heated, you are very defensive, you are very quick to react. But then, I think it's okay to react, but then whatever you say and whatever you put out, then make sure that it's not um, hurtful and make sure it's not, you know, it's not, don't put yourself in a exactly. bad position. Yeah, don't make yourself look bad and make you look like, oh, you're just trying to attack this person. I mean, it's okay to get defensive, but then how how you put words and how you, you know, talk about this person is another thing. Mm. Soppy, Radish, any last words? Yeah, I think this is also difficult because um, although, because we, like Victoria said, we've been through a lot as a fandom. Mm, mm. We've been hated on sometimes without reason. Mm. And so we tend to get so defensive that even like a very tiny comment mm. that we think can be perceived negatively, we we, we really want to like get rid of that mm. and on it because mm. we're so afraid that like it, mm. other fandoms seeing it and then they would just jump in on it and then mm. they will add on to it. I think that's mm. one of the reasons why we are so defensive. But yeah, we we I am also guilty of like. Sometimes doing, I was guilty of the call out culture thing. Mm. I'm trying to like be more calm and look at things mm. slow, slowly. Mm. Like think, really think about it. And so yeah, we really need to think. I mean, not just our response though. We also need to sometimes think about what you write mm. and how it can be perceived by other people. Yeah, yeah. So I think. I, again, there needs to be a balance between mm. the reaction and the person writing. So, mm. true. Okay, I think um, that wraps up everything. <laughs> oh my gosh! After like how many? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh god! Well, yeah. It all, guys. It's just about that. It all boils down to how we see things and you know just be in general just be being responsible of what we tweet or what we post online though and right now i think what mumus can do best is of course uh, not just educate as well but of course try to rash out think 
think out uh, things rationally and respond in a way that won't uh, bring more hate to Mama Moo. Mm. Exactly. Huh. Wow, that has been a long <laughs> recording. <laughs> thank you, thank you so much to, to Anne, who is not here with us. Of course, to YFI, mm. to Sopi Ratish and Victoria, thank you so much for joining <laughs> right now thank you Trisha too. thank you thank you guys if, if you're still up uh, you can you can continue tweeting with the hashtag uh, what was that protect mama moo right mm-hmm. if, yes yeah. hashtag protect mama moo yeah if you want to show support for mama moo uh, and you know educate other people about what's happening and make them aware of this issue this has been Trisha for like oh my gosh the longest <laughs> the longest recording right now and yeah everyone let's get in the navy thank you good night <laughs>